The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Welcome back to another week of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thank you for joining us. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with my friend, Mr. Mike Fiella. And today, we are so excited to talk more about the major outreach that is happening three weeks from today, Eight Days of Hope, going to Laplace, Eight Days of Hope 17, helping out after Hurricane Ida. But before we get there, Mike, Mm -hmm. how are you? It is a great morning. I, I am just excited. <laughs> it's always a great morning yeah, for you. It is. Well, of course, your smile's infectious as usual, but I, I'm so excited about, you know, just getting on this rebuild. It's been th- over three years. We haven't had, you know, this is going to be the size, if not bigger, than Houston. Am I right or wrong? We're really excited. We, we, you know, we still are seeing people sign up day after day after day. We'll see where we land. Okay. But there's no doubt in my mind, you know, our last trip to Houston after Hurricane Harvey. And you know what? If you're driving down the road and you're like, what's eight days of hope? Thanks for asking. We sometimes we just we get so excited. We just just jump into it. You know, eight days of hope. We're a national ministry based in Tupelo, Mississippi. Uh, We have a facility in Buffalo, New York. It's our northeast satellite a Midwest satellite in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And we we really do like three different things. Hmm. Whenever there's a natural disaster, we take leaders, volunteer leaders, 180 of them. We take volunteers roughly 50,000 of them now, over 17 years. Wow. And we respond and help people with their needs right after a natural disaster. We tarp roofs, do chainsaw work, got out homes, um, those types of things. That's our rapid response division. Mm-hmm. We have a rebuild division, and that's what's happening in April, April 9th to the 16th, where we are going to Laplace, Louisiana, outside of New Orleans, and we're going to help 150 families rebuild their homes in eight days. Wow. 150 in, in eight, days. eight days. And that's Amazing. where we need you, the listener. Uh, information about that outreach is at 8daysofhope.com. But we rebuild homes. We'll do about 30 roofs and paint 20 homes and do carpentry work in 50 homes and do plumbing and electrical, landscaping, and so much more. All the information is on our website. Mike, do you know that as of today, we've done about $53 million of work for free all in the name of Jesus. Are you kidding me? I know you're not, co- I know you're I not mean, kidding me. It's, a, it's an amazing number. I mean, that's that's because of him. Yeah, I'm pointing absolutely. up. That's because of God. God continues to move through his saints. So a rapid response arm, a rebuilding arm. And then we have an arm that builds safe houses for yes. women and children rescued from sex trafficking. Okay. So we, we help out after natural disasters and human disasters. We've we've partnered with eight organizations. We've got four more this year that we'll be serving with where, where we take skilled volunteers only on this arm. So the first two arms, anyone can show up. This arm, you need to be a skilled handyman, handywoman, professional. We build facilities that are then used to provide emotional, physical, and spiritual support to those in need. So those are really the three arms but sure. as you know, Mike. Yes, here it comes. There's right. another arm coming. Yes. yes in yes. July, a mass feeding arm. Uh, we are purchasing the equipment, training volunteer leaders, where we can make eight thousand meals mm. in a span of two to three hours, and provide eight thousand individuals a hot meal in a community that has suffered a disaster. So, like in Laplace, where we're going in April, 
you know, we were there, Mike, and we were feeding people, and we just saw God move time and time again. And we were doing about, you know, a thousand meals a day, maybe even a little bit less than that. But we saw the people that were being prayed for and encouraged. And so in July, we're going to be launching this new arm. So again, another arm of the ministry for volunteers to join eight days And of that hope. can be deployed uh, by itself, independent yeah. of a rebuild or a, or a rapid response or even a safe house. But uh, yeah, it can be used. So say we can be doing a rebuild trip in Laplace. Let's just say that we were doing this in September, not okay. in April. We could be doing a rebuild trip while we're deploying our mass feeding unit because of a tornado in Iowa or okay. Missouri uh, or Minnesota. And so, again, mm-hmm. if, if you're looking to join an organization, to volunteer, to use your gifts God's given you, go to 8dayshope.com and sign up for our email alerts, and we will let you know whenever we go anywhere to love and serve the brokenhearted. I want to encourage folks to do that. You hear us say that every week, but there's something in the heart of people that there's just something missing sometimes. You know, you listen to the news and you get discouraged, you get mm. you, you get down, or maybe there's something happening in your family. Set that aside. Come out and volunteer. Come out and volunteer. And, and, and just the fact that you stepped out to go, something's going to change with inside of you. You're going you're gonna to meet people from across the country that are probably experiencing some of the same things you are. You're going to miss uh, meet skilled people, maybe less skilled people, but there's going to be that common denominator of serving and loving people, and something's going to just, just resonate inside of you that I, I guarantee you'll come back again. You think? <laughs> Amen. And, and, you know, the enemy tries to tell us that we can't make a difference. Now, we do need people in order to do roofing. Okay, so maybe you're a professional roofer. Maybe you worked for a roofing company during college. Maybe you've done your your in-laws, you've done your garage, and you know enough about roofing that you could either lead a crew or be a number two, number three, or number four person. Hmm. Maybe you're a handyman or handywoman. Uh, maybe you know how to you know redo outlets. You know, maybe you're not an electrician, but you know how to hook up an outlet. Do you know how to do that, Mike? I do not. I okay. was just going to ask you about that. Does Neither it... do I, man. I'm not touching no electrical outlet. Well, that's no, for sure. No way here. But there's someone listening today that, that you can do that. Maybe you're a painter. I love to paint. Oh, my gosh, I love to paint. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you know how to paint, we need you. But now let's, let's go to the next step, Mike. Okay. You're out there. Do you drive a car? Do you know that we need people to drive people and pick them up from the airport? Okay. So when on. they fly in to volunteer, that they don't have to get an Uber or rent a car that will bring them to our facility, which is about 15, 18 minutes away. Can you make a sandwich? Mm. Can you clean a toilet? Mm-hmm. Can you deliver materials in a truck to a site? Maybe not even able to unload it, but you have a truck and you like to drive it and you want to show it off. Come down and you can move materials around for us. Maybe you know how to work in the warehouse. Maybe you know something about Excel or a computer. Um, maybe you're good at social media. Find a way to come to Laplace, Louisiana, April April 9th through April 16th. There's something for everyone. Uh, you took the something for everyone. I'm just going to say that. And just think about it. If you're just driving a car, guess what? There's a lot of bonuses here. You're driving a car. You're getting a, a, a T-shirt and free Meals. Free meals. <laughs> three of them You a day. always go to the food, Mike. Yeah, we provide free lodging, free food. We give you a couple T-shirts. Every morning, every night, we do worship and devotion. Families, this is a perfect missions trip for families. Yes. You know, as of right now, Mike, I have five children. Four of my children are going to be with me in Laplace. That's awesome. Yeah, and of course with mom. Yeah, but, absolutely. But, but, you know, 
it's so good. It's so important to be a part of a local church. It's so important to be a part of a youth group or a men's study or, or, or to be at church on Wednesdays. But the best sermon I ever heard is the one I saw. Our kids and grandkids need to see Jesus in action. They need to see you in action for Jesus. That's right. And what a better time the week before Easter Sunday. You can bring your youth group, kids are off of school, and they're just chomping a bit to do something. I mean, and teenagers just love to go on these trips. Come on. So some some of the most commonly asked questions about joining Eight Days of Hope is, what does it cost? Nothing. If I fly in, will you pick me up at the airport? Yes. Do I need to be a skilled volunteer? No. But we need them. Um... Can I bring my family? Yes. Can I bring someone else's kids that is under 18? Yes, with the parental consent form. Mm -hmm. It's on our website at 8 Days of Hope. Another most commonly asked question is, I don't want to come for all eight days. I I don't want to be there the day before Easter on Saturday the 16th. You can come for three days, four days, five days, six days, seven days, or all eight days. The first meal is Friday night, the 8th. You're going to go through a quick orientation. It'll take about 20 minutes. Uh, You're going to meet some amazing people. And literally that night, you're going to be able to already start signing up for the home and the family that you're going to serve the next day. It is. I can't wait. Mike, it's been three and a half years, mainly the last two years because of COVID. But now finally God has opened up a door for Mm. the saints to serve the brokenhearted. You can't get any more excited than we are today uh, as as we're talking about this. Uh, Even all the rapid response uh, and the safe house has been you know, in full busy. operation, oh busy, busy. Yeah. It's not about the rebuilds. I mean, uh, it's just, it's exciting. Uh, the influx of people of all ages and families, it's just so exciting. You got to get signed up. Well, Mike, we have know. three weeks left and we are about 800 volunteers already. We we know that number is going to more than double yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can volunteer right up to April 3rd or 4th. It's on our website. I, I don't want to mess that up. Uh, I think Sunday is the 3rd. Do it by that Sunday and you're in. Uh, again, we, we'd love to have you there. You can bring your own tools. Um, if you don't have tools, we have them for you. If you know how to operate equipment like a bobcat or a lift truck or something like that, um, gosh, we, we, we need you as well. So really excited uh, already. You know, while you and I were talking, mm-hmm. I got a picture from Chandler Gurley. Um, we have volunteers in Louisiana today getting ready for the outreach in three weeks. And okay. I just love the fact it's actually a video, and I'll show it to you. These are all the people that are going out to meet the families, Mike, that Look we're serving. At that That's a huge that. group. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think there's about 40 people there. Two, four, six, eight, ten. Yeah, about 30, 40 people there uh, today. And I'm, I'm en route here as soon as we get done. There you go. I can't wait. And they're they're doing some of the prep, uh, some of the preparation and assessing and making sure everything is. Yeah, lined they're, up. they're really the first people that these families meet, and so what they do is they call the families that will be served, okay. 150 families. They ask if they can meet them at their site. Um, they meet with the families. They ask their permission to pray with them. They assess the damage. They do a material takeoff. Uh, they make sure that the building permit has been pulled or will be pulled before okay. the volunteers show up. So the work that is being done today, three weeks before the event, really make the outreach go as well as it does. What an impact, though, too. You just said something that they asked for permission to pray with the family. Well, I mean, that's the first experience of meeting somebody from Eight Days of Hope. And, you know, that frontline stuff is just so uh impactful and amazing and it'll continue on through the entire event mike i'll never forget this we were in lafayette louisiana 
and a crew came back the first day and they said, Hey Steve, you know, we asked, you know, we asked, I don't know, I forget the guy's name. We'll say Mr. Smith. We asked for Mr. Smith permission. We pray with him. He said, no, no, I don't do that stuff. You guys go and pray, but you know, I'll be back. You let me know when you're done. (laughs) And you know what? The volunteers handled that with grace. Mm. Oh, no problem. No problem at all. So they prayed before they start working. They worked, they worked there for four days. Do you on day, on day number three, guess who joined the circle? Oh my Brother, on day number four, guess who met Jesus for the oh, very first come time? On. Praise oh, yeah. the Lord. That's fantastic. And again, I can't remember his name, but it was in Lafayette, Louisiana. I'll never forget because the, the, the leader comes back. He's one of our Southern leaders. Steve, you won't believe what just happened. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. You know, oh, my. You know our Southern friends. Hey, just step back and watch this. I wonder what happens when I press this button. <laughs> no, no. It, it, was, it, sure. it was a glorious story. Of the transformation of a gentleman, we put a new roof on his house, okay. and we got we we uh, replaced the electrical and the insulation on the inside. Um, you know, his house had flooded because of Lake Pontchartrain flooded, and um, oh no, it was a different flood. It wasn't Lake Pontchartrain. That was Laplace. But this gentleman, he just a change. He just changed over a four day period because he just saw people, sure, common sure. folk, just come and love and you know. And this the most commonly asked question, Mike, mm. by the families we served. Why would you come? Why me? Yeah. You don't know me. Right. I don't know you. I have no money. Why me? Mm. Answer that question. Why them, Mike? Why Why me? It's because the volunteer that came out, something happened in their life, and that's Jesus, mm. a transformed life. And when you have Jesus in your heart and your life, it makes you want to give, want to serve, and... You can't do anything else but give and, and serve. And uh, so, uh, uh, you know, I, I always got to say, get your name in this system. Go to the website and uh, get the updates of what's going on. Uh, look at the FAQs. And some of your questions will be answered. But, you know, the story Steve just told, you'll never experience it until you get out on the field no, and, no. and see it for yourself. And your life will be tra- just transformed. Sure. And Mike, we're in a different season as a country than we were six months ago or a year with COVID. Right. And we respect that some of our volunteers who've served with us for 17 years, we haven't seen in the last two years. Right. We still love you. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you feel comfortable coming to serve us in Laplace in April, we'd love to have you join us. We do yeah. tell our, our listeners and our volunteers, uh, there's three things you can always do with Eight Days Hope. It all starts with prayer. You know, before we even started this broadcast, we mm-hmm. prayed, Mike. We did. And I'm thankful that, you know, that's who you are and that's why who I am in Jesus. Um, secondly, we're going to ask you to volunteer. Uh, bring your family, fathers, mothers. Take your two teenagers on a vacation, on a mission trip. Yes. They will be changed for. They'll never forget it. I promise you. That's right. I, that's right. They will never forget it. Mm. Lastly, donate. You know, our, our budget for this trip, Mike, is well over $650,000. Mm. We have to raise that kind of money in the next three weeks. Now, we're on our way, but we're a long way from there. Mm-hmm. We have partners. They're on our website. Just go to 8 and scroll down. Our partners cover all of our fixed costs. So your donation won't go to a salary or a light bill at one right. of our facilities. It won't go to the $75,000 a year we have to pay insurance on our trucks. Every penny you donate online or by mailing a check will be spent in Laplace buying materials, buying food for the volunteers, mm-hmm. by, by fueling up the, the, the equipment that will be working on these homes. It's 100% pass-through. You can donate online at 8dayshope.com 
or you can mail a check, and I'll give you that mailing address here in just a minute. And think about it. You'll be serving people that this is the second time around. 2013, they were hit with a, a hurricane. Hurricane Isaac, Right, yeah. and now 2021, um, you know, in August. Hurricane and, Ida. And you know, just think about that, folks. I mean, those of us that have homes and running water yeah. and supermarkets and yeah. electricity running, they don't have it. And no one's talking about this hurricane anymore, Mike. Mm-hmm. 14,000 families in the Plus had roof damage. Oh, Roughly about 9,000 still need help. Mm-hmm. Some had insurance, some found a contractor, some was able to do it, some went to their savings account or their 401k, did a loan, and they, and they right. found a way. But these families need our help. Mm-hmm. And I get it. There's a lot going on in the world right now that, to right. distract us. There's sure. a lot to be praying for. Distract us is a good word, yeah. Right. But here's an opportunity. Please don't forget our friends in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. This happened August 29th. Here we are in March, coming up to April. Mm. People are still living in their cars. They're living in tents. They're living in RVs. This is in the United States of America. Please make a difference. Pray, volunteer, donate. You can donate online at 8dayshope.com or you can mail a check to P.O. Box 3208. That's 3208. Tupelo, Mississippi. T-U-P-E-L-O, Mississippi. 38803, that address is on our website and our Facebook page. Hey, before we go to break, let's talk about social media just for 10 seconds. I want to remind you, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Like us, share our videos. Our promotional video for our trip is on our website and our YouTube channel as well. But hey, when we come back, we're going to be talking to two of our leaders. They've been to Louisiana already. They're going back. They are missionaries with Eight Days of Hope. They raise all their own support. Brian and Robin Jar. They're going to be joining us just in a minute. But again, thank you for joining us. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hi, this is Steve Tiber with Eight Days of Hope. As many of you know, Hurricane Ida devastated Louisiana in August this past year, making landfall as a Category 4 hurricane, leaving thousands of families in need of hope. Well, today, Eight Days of Hope is excited to announce that Eight Days of Hope 17, an eight-day rebuilding event, will take place in the Place, Louisiana from April 9th through April 16th. We're going to be focusing on roofing and drywall, painting, electrical work, and so much more. If you'd love to use your gifts to serve those in need, we're inviting you to join us. There's three ways to get involved. First, pray. Pray for eight days of hope in this outreach, that God will be glorified and the families we serve will see his love. Secondly, volunteer. It's free. Food and lodging are provided. All the information, read the FAQs. It's all on our website at 8dayshope.com. Lastly, donate. Every dollar you give will go to serve families in need in Laplace. For more information about this outreach, 8 Days Hope 17, go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details. And each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products can be found at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Does life hit you so hard that you've been knocked down? Have you gone too far to find the middle ground? Did they raise you so high just to pull you back down? Have you been so lost you could never be found? Cause I've been real, I've been fake. Been a sinner, been a saint. 
Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, 21 days and counting, Mike, until Eight yes. Days of Hope 17. Do you know, Mike, for 14 years, we did rebuilding trips only, only. and That's now we right. have a rapid response arm that responds right after disaster. Right. We have a safe house arm that we build safe houses for women and children rescued from trafficking. We're launching a new arm, a feeding ministry nice. in, in July. Yes. But Mike, for 12 no, for about almost 14 years, we did one thing, and that's this what we're going to be doing in April. We rebuilt homes. That's why this is so exciting to get yeah. back into the swing of things. It kind of brings, you know, how the whole ministry started. Uh, and, and it was it was, it was was a little sad not to be there for three, three years. We had to, you know, because of COVID and all that. But now we're back. Yes, we're ready we to are. go. We are. April 9th, April 16th. Please join us. Go to 8 Days of Hope. Dot com. I'm really excited for this couple. You know, you know, you know. You have mm-hmm. one kid. I have multiple kids. I, I don't have favorites. <laughs> now you have a lot of grandkids yeah. more than I have kids. You're not supposed to have favorites, but there are some people that you, they're just a kinder heart, oh, right? Yes, yes. And, and I tell you, I love this couple, um, Robin and uh, 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 my gosh, Brian. Yes, that, no, I, I know that. Well, I was looking at my notes, and, uh-huh. and I shouldn't look at my notes. So just Brian and Robin Jar. Yes. They've been a part of Eight Days for, for multiple years. Mm-hmm. They're missionaries with the ministry. Okay. So they raise their own support. They also oversee our Midwest satellite in Cedar Rapids. And Brian and Robin, they are they are just go-getters. They love the Lord. They're organized. Oh, oh my gosh. They're amazing people. And I want to welcome them <laughs> to our broadcast today. Uh, Robin, Brian, good morning. How are you guys doing? We're doing really well. How about you? Good, good. I, I didn't forget your name. I, the, what happened is <laughs> I looked at my sheet of paper and I had John Himes written down, and that really confused me for a minute. Yeah. That was about something else. But anyways, uh, thanks for joining us, especially um, last minute. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So tell the world, Brian and Robin Jars own a company in Michigan, a paving company, and you hear of this ministry of Eight Days of Hope. How did you get involved with this ministry, how long you've been a part of it, and what led you to become missionaries with Eight Days of Hope? Um, well, our church, back when uh, Hurricane Harvey uh, hit and ravaged Houston, Texas, um, our church was looking for a volunteer organization that we could uh, assist, that we could send some people down and, and try to help out in any way that we can. Um, so they started looking for uh, some different organizations. They landed on Eight Days of Hope and said, well, let's send a group down, and you guys can be guinea pigs, and we'll see how, how what they're like. <laughs> wow, that's a great You go expression. first. We'll see how it works, and then we'll let you know if we come down later. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what it was. So, yeah. So anyway, Robin, uh, Robin went down. She was part of that first volunteer group. She felt call, called to go. As you said, we were in a paving business, so I had uh, I had some obligations at that point that I couldn't go the first trip. So 
Um, but she got very excited about it. Um, you know, we fell in love with the organization. I went down on the, the third week um, that we sent somebody down. I went down and spent a week down there, and we both just fell in love with the ministry. So that was the rapid response arm, because we were in Houston for about seven weeks and after Harvey. Sure. So, so you were there back right after Harvey. Yes. Yep. So when you first got down, or this is your first trip, what were some of the responsibilities? What, what did you run into your first impression when you got out of your car, truck, or whatever, and said, oh, my <laughs> gosh, what did I say yes to? What, t- tell us about that. Well, actually, it, we got in there and got signed up and everything, and they told us where to go. And there was eight of us from our church. Oh, wow. And we just, as we got to know people and the friendliness of them, inviting us in and stuff and it just as the days went on within a day or two we called and said you need to get the other two groups ready to go because this is an organization (laughs) that's got got things together and it's very christian oriented so yeah they did and like i said i went home and two weeks later i come back with brian down (laughs) (laughs) so you came down and two weeks later you came back for some more yep yep we even had one girl turn around go back down the next week because we oh, loved it so much and stuff. Oh, that's great. Let's, so. let's talk about Harvey for a moment, just because you brought it up. You know, up until, I mean, you know, Katrina, the number, you know, the most, the, the most costly storm ever to hit America. Of course, loss of life. And then Harvey. Tell listeners who saw Harvey only on the TV. What did you guys see while you were down in the Houston area after Harvey? Oh my goodness, it was. Uh... It was kind of amazing to me because I couldn't, you know, like you say, I saw on TV the amount of water, but when we get down there, the water's all back down in the channels. Everything looks absolutely normal, except for the mountains of of, um, debris from the houses that, you know, having to be gutted that started to accumulate on the sides of the roads. Mm -hmm. We we put it to an analogy of of it looked like snowbanks that we get up here in Michigan. Right. (laughs) Hmm. You know, and it was just, it was sad, but it was, uh, it was amazing to see that many people come together, um, really restored a lot of uh, perspective of, of who we are as Americans and what, what yeah. we're called to do in this country. Hmm. I think, Mike, you know, a question for you, Mike, is, you know, you turn on the TV today and, of course, there's horrific news happening over in U- Ukraine. Right. Um, you know, you still have some things going on in our country and other countries. But there is a lot of good that's happening. Absolutely. You know, in April, Mike, there's going to be thousands of volunteers in Laplace, Louisiana, mm-hmm. right outside of New Orleans. Different denominations, different ethnic backgrounds, different ages, different social statuses, maybe even different beliefs. Right. And they're going to come together as one body of Christ, and they're going to serve families in need, mm-hmm. much like Brian and Robin did in Houston after Hurricane Harvey. So there is good things going on in our country. And absolutely. And I think as a volunteer, you'd come out and you'd see more. It would, If anything, the simple things, you'd get out of the norm of watching TV and watch what's going on in the world. Not that it isn't important when you sure. pray or donate or whatever you need to do for those, but, but there's something about giving of yourself, breaking out of that, and watching life. We we see lives transform right in front of our eyes. Oh my gosh! I mean, story after story, and I'm sure that you know Brian and Robin have to have some stories of what they saw, uh, and and you'll see it as you come out and volunteer. Brian, Robin, you, so you, you come to Harvey, you, you you go home, you come right back. You have a business. I mean, you, you know, you own your own business. 
you're a paving company doing paving in Michigan, but then God starts to speak to you and tells you that he wants you to be a little bit more involved with this ministry of 80s Hope. Why don't you walk the listeners down the path of how you went from owning your own business as you start to transition to the thought of becoming missionaries with Eight Days of Hope. Well, Steve, I think it kind of went back to Harvey because I've always felt God calling me to do something. And I've always been one that helps people in the time of need on anything, family or in friends and stuff. So when we, I went back down the second time, I looked at Brian, I said, this is what God wants me to do. I'm not one that was called to go overseas to serve. Um, I knew there's a need in our country. So as we kept coming down, I came down more often than Brian did at that time because of the business. And then he tried to get away as he could. But as we kept getting involved and getting to know the organization and stuff, it just, God kept playing on our hearts. This is what I want you to do. And um, we just worked it around our schedule. It was kind of like our vacation times. This is what we're going to go do and serve God the way he wants us to serve. So within three years, we become missionaries with you guys and been serving ever since. <laughs> wow. Missionaries. So so you're, you're not a staff member. You travel nope. the country on, on your own dime. You know, we don't give you money for gas to go down there, and we're not giving you a check when you show up. How do you raise money to support yourselves to travel the country on a moment's notice? At the beginning, we because we were working full-time, we were supporting ourselves mostly, but now we ask for donations from friends and families and businesses, people that know us from our business, um, and ask for donations to help cover our cost of doing this. Hmm. Special people, Mike. I mean, think about it. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, um, of course, I'm not going to ask your ages. I'll just say this. You're not in your 30s or even... <laughs> You know, we'll leave it there. Not even probably in your early 40s. And I'll, I'll show you a little grace there. Oh, my goodness. You're living in Michigan. You have your own business. You go down to Houston. You see God start to move around you, through you. You're meeting families who have nowhere to turn. You're leaving exhausted, but of course your hearts are full. Is there any any place you'd rather be than right where God has you right now? Honestly, No. I mean, it's just amazing. I'm I'm one of the the kind of guy that I like to have everything kind of laid out, and you know, a plan. And this has just been an amazing growth for me uh, to learn to trust in in God. And He's just He's so faithful because we've never lacked. We've we've always, if we need something to to make that trip, and He's saying you're going to go, we just go, and and uh, He always comes through. Mm. So. Help me to understand, because it's the first time we actually talk about your full-time missionaries. Do you still have your business at all? We actually uh, closed the business down uh, September of uh, 2021, so just this past okay. um, few months, this past year. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's up for sale, but, yeah, we're just... Uh, we're just moving forward with what God calls us to do. So how does one donate to you as yes, missionaries? Yes, um, Right now we're using our church. They donate through Resonate Church um, in Nuevo, Michigan. Um, we're in the process of working on another or, or another way to do it to make it easier for everybody. But mm -hmm. Resonate Church... Um, 
Or they can call us and we can give them that information. Yeah, let, let, let's do this. And again, we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit more in the second segment, too. But uh, we're talking to Brian and Robin Jar. They're missionaries with Eight Days of Hope. Um, they live in Michigan. They're getting ready to go to Louisiana to help families rebuild their homes for free after Hurricane Ida. And the, the two of them, along with about 18, 20 others, they serve multiple, I mean, literally hundreds of days a year with eight days of hope. They go on a moment's notice. They pay their own way. Uh, you know, they, it, it, I mean, the world gets turned upside down, but they move when God opens a door. And we want to give you a way that you can support them. So at the end of the broadcast, we'll give you a way, and it could be as simple as, uh, sending a donation through our website, but but we'll 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 share that with you at, okay. at the end of the show. Brian Robin, you were there in Laplace right after Hurricane Ida. I mean, you you guys were part of a teams of volunteers that were tarping roofs in Laplace. Dozens and dozens and dozens of families received help from Eight Days of Hope because of your efforts. What did you see when you went down in the New Orleans area after Hurricane Ida? Um, that was, uh, that was another one that, you know, the hurricane, it was really pretty devastating. Um, they kind of had dual damage, you know, usually in a hurricane, it's, it's either flooding or it's wind and they kind of had both this time. Uh, the winds were, were terrible. Uh, the people that we talked to said that it just went on for hours. Um, so there was a lot of roofs that got damaged. Um, then the rains came in, so then they got the, they didn't have the so much of the water coming up, rising water, tide water, um, but it was rainwater. And and when it rains, when it rains in Laplace, it rains. Let me oh, tell yes. you. So, um, and so they had, you know, these these homes are damaged from from the roofs down. Mm-hmm. So what was the process of what you had to do? Are you, are you assessing um, and? What was your assignment when you got down there? Uh, basically, our assignment was we had we had names and and uh, from the church, from the local church, um, Pastor Menard, and uh, so we went to these addresses and and we tarped their roofs. They okay. they had holes in the roofs and they were leaking and whatever, and so that was number one priority is to get them sealed up, um, so that the, they were we were mitigating water damage from that point on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was a double whammy. I mean, you, I mean, you hit it right on the on the head. And again, if you're listening today, thank you for joining us. You're listening to Hope Rains, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We're talking about Hurricane Ida and the damage in Laplace, Louisiana, and the fact that in three weeks, Eight Days of Hope will be in Laplace, Louisiana, with thousands of volunteers helping these families rebuild their homes for free. Don't charge anybody anything. 150 families will have their homes rebuilt, and you're invited. Information at Eight Days of Hope. Dot com, talking to Brian and Robin Jar. So you guys are down there, and it was it was the double whammy. It was winds uh, that that you get from a tornado, and the massive rainfall and the flooding. Some of these homes that we'll, we'll be rebuilding in three weeks. I mean, I hate sharing this, but some of these, a handful of them, mm-hmm. were homes that we built rebuilt in two thousand thirteen. Sure. Mm-hmm. And, and Mike, and I know what some people are thinking. I know how some people think. Okay. Well, why would you live there then? Mm. Well, then why live in Houston? 
Right. Why live in Buffalo with snowfall? Why live in Iowa with the winds and the frigid? I mean, cut me a break. Yeah. These families did nothing wrong. Mm. You know, their their generations have lived in an area of the country, and they, they love that area, and they love the culture, and they love the heat, and the, I don't know why, but they love the humidity, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and so eight years after Hurricane Isaac, an epic storm Ida comes, but now the church, Mike, Mm-hmm. gets a chance to respond. So I would say, why not volunteer? Yeah. <laughs> why not help? Why don't, why not get, stop getting caught up in all these questions because the need is real mm-hmm. and we have the resources uh, or the talents to go and help. So why not come out and serve? I mean, the gospel is pretty simple. I mean, God calls us to love and serve, not to ask 8,000 questions. You know, well, well, you were the addict. Why should I help you? Well, you're homeless. You know, your decisions right. drove you here. Well, yeah, you're divorced because you, you know, who made us God? Mm. Let's just love and serve the brokenhearted and let's be a glimpse of Jesus. And that's what the jars are. Robin, um, you were there in Laplace. We're working at New Wine Fellowship Church, Pastor Neil Bernard. Is that team not amazing down there? Yes, they are. They're just very helpful. And Pastor Bernard was just the energy he had and. <laughs> Even with his house being destroyed, and he's trying to live out of there, with all of his family ended up moving into his because it was the best one out of all of them. Mm. But his spirit, just to serve other ones, just give you the encouragement to serve more too. And one thing while we were down there, we helped to serve the linemen that come in because there was no power oh, yes. motel. Yes. Amazing! Down there. Yes. Tell more about that. I like that story. So. We were able to, when we got down there, they were just wondering who we were. So we said, well, we've got a feeding team down here to feed the community, and we have a shower trailer, too. So we said, you guys are welcome to use the shower trailer if you need showers, because they were in a parking lot sleeping out of their trucks. So when we talked to them, one of the guys told us, and we kind of laugh about it, he says, I haven't had a shower for 18 days. And he says it takes six bottles of water to take a bath with six bottles. And so we were able to bless them with a shower unit to take a shower, be able to wash their clothes (laughs) and give them food to eat, too. So it was amazing how God just worked in a way and put us where we needed to be. You know, and it's amazing because that that wasn't part of the plan, Mike. You know, when 8 Days Hope started 17 years ago, that wasn't the plan. It wasn't the plan when we went to Laplace. We were going to tarp roofs, and we ended up feeding people, and then we ended up bringing a shower trailer down so people get hot showers. And, and, you know, people don't realize this. People think, oh, you know, I feel bad for that family. Well, their church is gone. Their store is gone. The laundromat is gone. The hotel's shut down. So, I mean, I I was down there within two days, Mike, and, Mm -hmm. and by the luck... I mean, not the luck. Thankfully, God gave me an opportunity to sleep somewhere safely. I was prepared to go in my car. <laughs> I talked to someone this past week, Mike. Mm-hmm. They're still sleeping in their, in their cars, cars. Yeah. from August of last year. <sighs> this is a lady who has a job. She owns a house, but she hasn't been able to afford the help she needs to get a roof, electrical insulation, and get the water back on. But here's where you, the listener, can join us. Pray, volunteer, donate. Pray for 8 Days of Hope 17. Volunteer in Laplace, April 9th to the 16th. Handy men, handy women, everyone's invited. Any skill set, we need you. Lastly, donate. Donate at 8daysofhope.com to help offset some of these costs. Hey, Jairus, can you hang out for one more minute? I want to take a quick break. We want to come back to you and talk to you a little bit more about the outreach in April. You guys good with that? 
Sure. Yeah. That's the right answer. Yes. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right. Hey, we'll be back in just a moment. Thank you for listening to Hope Reigns. We're here every Saturday. We try to share some God-sized stories from the mission field. When we come back, we're going to hear from the jars, and I'm going to ask them to share a God-sized story from one of their mission trips. But thanks for joining us. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. During the past 16 years, over 8,000 families have experienced the hope of Jesus following a natural disaster through the help of almost 45,000 volunteers. God has also given us the chance to build and renovate facilities to bring safety and healing to survivors of human trafficking. The Rapid Response Ministry has been busier than ever with 44 deployments over the last 18 years. And then this year, we're excited to announce a brand new focus, mass feeding. When a disaster hits across the country, our mass feeding ministry will show up and serve those who have lost everything, families who are hungry and simply need a chance to enjoy a hot meal. The goal is simple, to provide up to 8,000 meals every day for up to eight days for this community. It's free to volunteer with 8 Days of Hope. We provide the food and lodging. All you have to do is show up and be the hands and feet of Jesus. For more information about this growing ministry, please go to 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products at Provia.com, P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber and Mike Fiello joining you. 200 radio stations across America today are hearing God-sized stories from the mission field. So thankful for some of our national partners like the Chapel in Western New York, Provia, who makes building materials a business in Ohio, and thankful for Covenant Church in Dallas. Hand of Hope, a Joyce Myers ministry, helping underwrite our safe house ministry where we build facilities for those who've been rescued from trafficking. Also want to give a shout out to New Point Community Church in Ohio 
and Renaissance Bank in Tupelo, Mississippi. Barnes Crossing Auto Group in Mississippi, in Alabama, Tennessee, Louisiana, and so many more. Go to our website, 8daysofhope.com, and scroll down to the bottom and take a look at some of our national partners. They cover all of our fixed costs. So whenever God opens up a door for us to love and serve the brokenhearted because of natural disasters or human disasters, our fixed costs are covered. So when you donate, like we're asking you today to consider donation to offset the cost for 8 Days of Hope 17, April 9th to the 16th, you do that online. Every penny you donate will be used in Laplace, Louisiana. So, Brian and Robin, uh, you've been on multiple trips, and uh, you've seen an awful lot, I'm sure. But uh, but there has to be something that has touched your heart, a story that you could share with us. But let's start with Robin, because maybe you had similar stories or different ones. But, Robin, what's something that's really just comes to your mind? Um, for me, probably the one in Opelika. Um, we met a young couple that lost or part of their house was damaged due to the tornado that come through. Um, it ripped part of the porch off, and it took the electrical out of their house. But leading up to that, about six months before that, they had a fire come through um, and burnt mm-hmm. their garage down, which they haven't got that fixed. They had just bought the, their place three years before this. And then they had a flood about eight weeks after that in their basement, so they were recovering from that. Wow. And then the tornado comes through and took off part of their house, so they couldn't live there then. And we joked because the only thing that's standing when they moved there through all this is their chicken coop. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Of course, right? (laughs) Why not? Yeah. And Brian was worried he had a tree to take down to... It wouldn't hit the chicken coop. <laughs> I, said, I said, Lord, please don't let me be the one to take the chicken coop off. <laughs> yes. But through all that, we stayed in contact with them. We were helping um, between friends that come down through our church. Um, a guy had collected some money for people that couldn't come. So we give them enough money to make their next house payment um, oh. to help them out. But we stayed connected with them. And eight months later, after the tornado and all that, they were getting ready to meet a contractor to put their house back together. And the day they were supposed to go, she went over there to meet them. The contractor never showed up, but when she got there, their house was burnt to the ground because electrical storm storm the night before. So then they had all that to deal with. But fast forward through that, she... um, after that, about the time they went to go rebuild by help from another organization and everything going on, that COVID hit, and that just prolonged it later. But gradually, they did get their house rebuilt and moved in and just been happy, quite happy and stuff. So it's really touched our hearts, that very young couple just struggling what God throws at them, and we just kept encouraging them. He'll be, you'll do good. Mm. So, so, Mike, did I hear this correctly? You, you went down there to help a family. Of course, they, they had like a hat trick, a bad hat trick. Three different things happened. Yep. Happened, but you guys found a way to give them some money for a house payment. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, a friend of ours that come down with us worked on that <laughs> wow. job, and he had brought some money down. And plus, then the whole group that we worked there with mm. donated more money, so there was enough there to make their house payment. Mike, so I, that, I, I'm sorry, Robin. 
I have seen this so many times over the last 17 years. I know that's going to happen in Laplace again. Right. Volunteers come down. They come down from their church. The church sends them or they come down. And the church says, hey, here's $500 or here's $1,000. Mm-hmm. Let the Holy Spirit show you where you should use this money. And Mike, it's every trip, multiple okay. times. In mm. the God-sized stories of when of, of of sharing with others how God opened up a door for use those resources mm-hmm. unexpectedly to bless somebody is just another untold story of eight days of hope. I mean, this is the perfect example of volunteers. I mean, they get it, Mike. Mm-hmm. They're there not only use their gifts, but they're there to bring a, a, a glimpse of joy, of hope uh, that all has not been lost. Um, the jars and so many others. Just amazing stories from the mission field. Okay, so you're listening today and you're hearing this. You've got to come and volunteer. Once you volunteer the first time, you're going to do what, with uh, I believe Robin said, stay connected. Mm. All right. If you feel disconnected and you're all and 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 you know th- this this is why we say it's life changing. You volunteer for the first time, you stay connected, and then like they did eight months later, they're still blessing and being blessed. It's and, awesome. And Brian, to, to Mike's point. <laughs> Um, and, and even to add to that a little bit, you also become a part of this national family. I mean, when, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm leaving here in a couple hours to head down to Louisiana where there's like 40 people hanging out and, and, they're, and they're meeting the families that we're serving. You know, we're going to be asking each other about our kids and our wives and our health and, and, and our prayer requests we share. I mean, it's you like walk like it's like having been a part of a national church, you know, you might disagree (laughs) on some things, contemporary band versus a choir or, or, you know, (laughs) speak, you know, doing all, but we set aside all those differences and you become part of the, these old family, Brian. I mean, isn't that true? That is true. It's absolutely true. Um, I was going to hit on that a little bit about even Laplace, Louisiana. Um, You know, Every family that we ever serve, we say, well, you're part of the eight days of hope family now, like it or not, you know, you're, (laughs) you're in. And uh, but boy, down in Laplace, it, it's it really does feel like family down there too. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, been there several times. Uh, this organization has they they just uh, had a lot of hurricanes, a lot of damage. But uh, you know, their spirit and the family oriented. And then, like you say, people from all across the country. We have friends now from <laughs> from coast to coast. You know, Wonderful. and uh, it's just it's just amazing. I, I, but like you said, Steve, it, they also, you know, it's not just about, well, hey, what's the next eight days thing doing? It's like, hey, you know, how's your children doing? Or, sure. Or how, how did this situation sure. we talked about last time come out? Sure, you know? sure. Wow. I tell you, for years, I had multiple leaders praying for one of my children who was struggling. And, and just to see what's gone on in his life the last five months, watching and, and appreciating the leaders who um, sent me a text that, hey, heard the great news. I mean, for, for years, for years. People have been praying for him. Yes. And just as Mike, you and I have prayed for each other and other leaders, you know, right now we have three leaders where they have spouses going through cancer treatments. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Recently, you know, uh, in the last six months, we had a leader lose a loved one. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a family member. And, right. and we're there for one another. So, again, when, when you come and join Eight Days of Hope, yes, you're going to serve families. You're going to have a blast. You're, you know, you're going to meet friends from all over the country. They, they might talk a little bit different than you. Might even look a little bit different, than you, to be honest with you. <laughs> so, some, some of my friends, I'm like, you know, uh, I don't own any overalls, but some of my friends down south, they like their overalls, Mike. They do. But, you know, go to 8daysope.com. Join us in April. You'll get to meet the jars there and hang out and create some uh, new friendships. 
I am waiting for that southern accent that you that you come up with. It's so fun. Anyway, well, it, well, I will tell you the parish president. I, I was going to meet with her later this week, but she had an adjustment in her plans, and she said, "Hey, I know I'll see you in a couple of weeks, and and one meal." We want to bless the volunteer base with one meal. You know oh, what's yes. coming, Mike. Yeah, yeah. It's those crawfish. Oh, yes. Come on. And I remember yeah. the first time you ate one, Mike. You're not supposed to chew the head, Mike. I didn't know that. You're supposed to, like, bite the head off and then suck out the inside. I, it was, I was just hungry, and they put this stuff in no. front of me. I, I don't want to ask. I don't Mike, know. you're like, Steve, this is really crunchy. I'm like, what are you eating? <laughs> he ate the whole thing. Uh, well, I learned my lesson. <laughs> Brian, Robin, we only had a couple of minutes left. If, if you had a 60-second commercial trying to appeal people out there to join us in April, what would you tell them? Um, I guess I would tell them never underestimate your, your abilities um, that God has given you. We have a lot of people sometimes will say, well, I, I can't run a chainsaw or I can't pull a branch or, or this or that. Um, there is so many different ways that you can serve a family. Uh, you have to keep in mind that they've just went through something very traumatic. And sometimes just a hug or, uh, you know, maybe COVID restricts that now. But or but just to sit and, and talk with them and, and to say, hey, you know, I understand and, and we're here to help, you know. So, I mean, all abilities, everybody's welcome. Hmm. Robin, what would you say? The same thing. Um, there's all different parts of their organization that you can work in it doesn't like brian said it might be just sitting there and talking and letting the homeowner say what happened to them and what they're going through and stuff that gives them it's a part of their healing process so everybody's welcome there's something for everybody um all ages and it's it will bless you as much as it blesses the homeowner Again, go to 8dayshope.com, read the FAQ, sign up. You can volunteer right now. The website's open already. Almost 800 people have signed up. We're expecting more than double that. Um, it's free. We provide food and lodging. You get a chance to meet Brian and Robin Jar mm-hmm. while you're down in Laplace. Hang out with Mike as he leads worship and devotion. Um, I'm going to be there as well. Love to meet you. Please sign up. Go to 8daysofhope.com. Again, read the FAQs, Frequently Asked Questions. We only have five staff members, and so when we get hundreds of emails of of (laughs) questions, of things that are on the FAQs, we smile, but we're like, please read the FAQs. Yes, read them, read them, read them, yeah. (laughs) Mike, we can't let them go without praying for them. And Mike, I know know, we looked Mm. at each other. Um, Go ahead, brother. Okay. Father, we're so grateful. I'm I'm inspired today because of what I hear in Brian and Robin and their story, their testimony, their sacrifice. So, Lord, we just pray a blessing over them. Uh, they are missionaries. We pray that you just uh, take care of all their financial physical needs uh, as they resolve last details on the sale of their business. Thank you for blessing them. But God, give them strength, wisdom, insight, divine God moments where they're able to use their life experiences to to bless others. Uh, Thank you that you're making them, already have made them, strong leaders uh, for eight days of hope. In your kingdom, Lord, just continue to bless them in every way, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And and we'll make an exception today. If you're listening today and you're drawn to the jars, if you want to donate online at 8dayshope.com in the memo line, just put J-A-H-R, J-A-H-R, 
and we will find a creative way, uh, a legal way to get them those funds. Uh, they raise up all their own support, and I know they're still working out the logistics of receiving support. Uh, but you can go to the website and also see a picture of them or, or see their names. But if you want to email us at info, I-N-F-O at ATSHope.com, we can send you their mailing address. I'm not mm-hmm. going to give it out publicly, but I, we can send you the mailing address. You can send a donation to the church and um, you know get a tax deduction, but at the same time, bless the jars. Brian, Robin, love you guys. Can't wait to see you. Uh, thank yes. you for all that you're doing in Cedar Rapids. We didn't talk about that, but thank you for overseeing that facility for us as well. Uh, but we know we'll see you soon. God bless you guys. Thank Thanks, you. God Dave. bless you guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Brian and Robin Jar, missionaries with eight days of hope. Mike, we only got two minutes, but they're the real deal. Yeah. It, really it, you know, Steve, it's so exciting. And I know not everybody can do this because of, because of kids and businesses and whatever, but to see a couple, you know, work together like that, they just spur one another on. I think Robin went first and then she came home, yeah. honey, you're going with me next time. Uh, well, I'll tell you right now, <laughs> Robin, she could run eight days old. She is so organized. Sounds She's articulate. She's smart. Brian equally. I mean, they're a power couple, and yes. I don't mean that in a, in a, in a self, um, you know, you know, right. building them up. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all about Jesus. But the two of them are so talented, and you know they're overseeing our Cedar Rapids facility. Mm-hmm. So when we deploy out of Iowa to go to Kansas or Minnesota this year for a disaster, they're going to be a big part of that. So you're going to get a chance if you live in Midwest uh, to uh, to meet them. Hey, maybe you can't come to Louisiana in April. It's Easter week. Maybe it's not a good week. You already had travel plans. You had a vacation. Still sign up for our email alerts. Go to 8dayshope.com, submit your email address, and anytime we go anywhere and do anything, when we launch our new feeding ministry in July, we'll invite you to be a part of it, and you'll be in the plug. We're not going to blow up your email. I promise you. We're not going to send you an email every other day asking for money or or telling you about, you know, watch this video. Mm-hmm. We're going to email you, I don't know, maybe half a dozen, ten times a year. Whenever God opens up the door for us to go serve with a natural disaster or a safe house for those rescued from sex trafficking, we'll invite you to come with us. Again, go to 8dayshope.com. Pray, volunteer, donate. Please consider donation for 8 Days Hope 17. Again, the budget is well over $650,000. Every dollar you give online at 8dayshope.com will be spent in Laplace. If you make in the memo line, say Hurricane Ida or Laplace or Rebuild Trip, um, you can also become a monthly partner, donate every month $25, $50, Our partners cover our fixed costs, so those dollars will be spent 100% pass-through to families in need. Exciting. Three this weeks, is, Mike. This is so exciting. Uh, back to a, a, a rebuild. I know. I, I'm a, I, it's just... Uh, I almost feel like it's like Christmas or something. Well, this is who we were for so many years. Oh, my gosh. Please join us. Go to 8dayshope.com. Volunteer. Bring your kids. Bring a youth group. Bring your men's ministry. Contractors, bring your crew for a couple days. Your crew will be so encouraged by helping somebody who has nowhere to turn. They'll be changed. You'll be changed. Again, go to 8daysofhope.com. Thank you so much for joining us. You know that every single week, Excuse me, we archive every broadcast on our website at 8dayshope.com. Please join us next Saturday or go to our website to listen to past broadcasts. Again, thank you to Mike. Thank you to the Jars. Thank you to you for joining us today on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope.
Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.